This is an ABC podcast. Hello, this is Coronacast, a daily podcast all about the coronavirus. I'm health reporter Tegan Taylor. And I'm physician and journalist Dr Norman Swan. It's Wednesday, 30th of June, 2021. And Norman, this week we heard the Prime Minister say that people under 40, if they want to, can go and see their doctor and talk to them about getting the AstraZeneca vaccine if that's something that they want to do. And they can weigh up the risks and benefits of doing so with their doctor. And guess who's under 40? Me. And guess who's a doctor? You. So let's do this right now. With the suitable caveat is that it's a long time. It's been a long time. And I've never been a GP, but I'm happy to play the role. Well, today you're my GP, Norman, and I want to say to you, I'm worried about the growing outbreaks that are happening around Australia at the moment, and I'm a bit more nervous now than I was before about getting coronavirus for real this time. So how do I weigh the risk of catching COVID and getting really sick and potentially dying from it versus the risk of taking AstraZeneca and maybe being one of the people that's unlucky enough to get one of these blood clots? Well, first of all, Tegan, you can sit down and ask me those questions. You don't need to be standing up. So have a seat. <laughs> the kids are Thanks, okay? Doc. The kids all okay? Yeah, they're good. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. That's fantastic. So let me just start by not answering your question and asking you what worries you. <laughs> Typical doctor. <laughs> yeah, I want to, but, 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 but actually, seriously, I, I want to know what's in your head here and what worries you and what's important to you. And then we can talk through the importance of the vaccines and whether or not you should make that decision. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, the risk of actually catching COVID seemed a very, very long way away. And the small but significant risk of getting a rare blood clot seemed more real than the risk of catching COVID. And with the current outbreak, it feels like those scales have shifted slightly. Right. And what does that make you feel? What are you worried about? Have they shifted enough for the risk the, like the relative risk to swing in the direction that I should get vaccinated today rather than just wait around until I'm eligible for Pfizer because that feels like it could be a long way away. And what's important to you? Protecting yourself, protecting the community, protecting your kids? What's what's in that hierarchy? What What's most important for you? Protecting me so that I can take care of my family, protecting the people that I come into contact with, but also because I'm a massive goody two-shoes, not wasting resources that would be better put to use with other people. So I don't want to take a vaccine away from someone else. Okay. Well, let's start from the vaccine supply. There's plenty of Astra around. So if you decide you're going to get Astra, you're not taking it away from anywhere, anybody else. The supply exceeds the demand. So we're, we're, we're good with that one. In terms of protecting yourself, both vaccines, Pfizer and Astra, protect you against severe disease pretty well, even the Delta variant. So if that's what you want to do, so you don't want to have to go into hospital, you don't want to risk dying, so you run for your kids, both vaccines do that. The difference between the two vaccines is more on preventing infection and preventing milder disease. So in terms of, in terms of performance, what really counts, they're both roughly the same. So then comes the, you know, whether or not at, at age under 40, you should get the Astra, vac the Astra vaccination. Well, the arguments for it, you know, under 40, this new Delta variant does seem to affect younger people more. And in Britain, more and more of these people who are unvaccinated are ending up in hospital, still not large numbers, and some of them are quite sick. And the other problem we know already is that long COVID is more common if you get infected. The other important factor is if you wait long enough, you will get Pfizer eventually. So the question then is, do you get it now? And we are all very vulnerable at the moment. So all I can say to you is, 
that the risk of the vaccine clotting syndrome is much, much, much lower than the risk of being unwell with the COVID-19 virus, particularly the Delta virus. Not necessarily dying of it, but certainly getting quite unwell with it. I can't give you the exact numbers because it's changing all the time with Delta. So the answer is you'd be, you'd be okay if you had the Astro vaccine because the risk versus benefit really favors having the vaccine in a very vulnerable situation when, the, when this virus is coming into the community and it's running the risk of running out of control. However, the one thing I will say is that in reality, if you were betting on it, you would say that we're probably not going to have a runaway pandemic again in Australia in the near future. And so if you really decided you were going to wait for the Pfizer vaccine, that's not an irrational decision. And it's certainly what the Australian Medical Association is advising is you stick with the government original, the original government committee recommendations, which is preferred vaccine for under 60s is Pfizer, over 60s is Astra. But there's every good reason to have Astra if you wanted to, just accepting that there is a small risk, which is about three in 100,000, which really means three people in, say, an MCG full of people will get a clot if everybody's had a vaccine, the first dose of their Astra vaccine. And for the chances of dying and getting severe disease is a fraction of that. So it's one person in quite a few MCGs. So the risk is low. And really, you've got to make up your own mind for yourself. So the risk of me getting a clot that's bad enough to kill me is is very, very low, much, much lower than my risk of getting badly ill or maybe even dying of COVID itself. But my risk of catching COVID is still low-ish, even though we're in a bit of an outbreak mode at the moment. That's right. So if you decide you're going to hang on for Pfizer, the huge likelihood is you'll be fine. And just, just by hanging on for a couple of months. And that should really be all that you're going to have to hang out for before you, before you get it. But if you decided you wanted to go with Astra early, that's equally rational and that would help you and help the community. But there is, there is that risk there. And the risk of dying under 50 of COVID-19 is vanishingly small in people who are younger than 50. It just, it just very, very rarely happens. But the people do get very sick and they do end up in, t- in intensive care at a much higher rate once you get the disease than the rate of clots. Thanks for the advice, Doc. This is going to be bulk build, right? Um, so just swipe the card on the way out and you'll be fine, Tegan, and you can come back in as Tegan Taylor, co-host of Coronacast. All right, here I am. It's me again, normal Tegan Taylor. And I'm $23.50 worth better off or whatever the standard consultation is. We've got a question from uh, an audience member who's not me, Norman. This one's from Nadia. And it's actually not a question. She was talking about a comment that you made in yesterday's show about the fact that the people who were vaccinated at this party in Sydney that we keep hearing about, which was a super spreading event, probably got a uh, Pfizer vaccine because they were healthcare professionals. And Nadia says she's a healthcare professional. She's had AstraZeneca. Quite a lot of health professionals have. And um, she wants to tell people that she's had it because she found that when members of the public hear that she's received Astra and was delighted to do so, it changes their perception of it. Good on you, Nadia. That's really, that's really important uh, information. And it's true, even in New South Wales, a lot of health professionals have had AstraZeneca, but equally a lot have had Pfizer and their families too. So it's both there. But I think that message is really important. It shows when a health professional chooses to get Astra, it does set the scene for more confidence from other people. 
And again on Astronorman, we've had a lot of questions from younger people wondering if they should get the first one, like we've just discussed at length, but we've also had a lot of questions from people asking whether we should be reducing the time from 12 weeks to, say, eight weeks between AstraZeneca doses so that people are fully covered more quickly. What's the latest evidence on that? Well, I'm not sure we're going to get a lot of evidence on that. And I think that ATAGI, which is our technical advisory group immunisation, is thinking about this. It, it makes sense to shorten to eight weeks. That's what they've done in Britain because you get the second dose into people, you probably don't get quite as strong an immune response in terms of antibodies as you would with 12 weeks. But the question is whether the reduced response is significant um, and makes and makes a difference. I, I asked uh, Professor Damien Purcell about this a couple of nights ago when I was recording an interview with him for 7.30, and he's a bit reserved on shortening it to eight weeks. He thinks that it might reduce the immune response. And I think that what we need to do is wait for the official recommendation. And I suspect it will move towards eight weeks so that we get more people immunised faster fully. But that's not the official advice just yet. No, it's not. Well, that's all we've got time for on today's Coronacast. We do love answering your questions. Please keep sending them in, abc.net.au slash coronacast. And, of course, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you could leave us a review there as well. And we'll see you tomorrow. See you then. Listener.